Hey everyone, so today I saw the third back to school ad that I've seen all week. And I felt the same feeling of anxiety I pretty much get all my life whenever I think about the back to school season. And I've always felt a little confused about why this particular season triggers so much anxiety in us. I mean, some of us have made this transition over a dozen times throughout our life. So what is it about back to school season that triggers so much apprehension? My name is Ben Fitzgerald, and on this episode of the Turning Point CT podcast, we're unpacking some of the dread that a lot of people feel behind back-to-school season, and looking at how we can reclaim the start of the school year as the positive thing it really is. Okay, so for those of you who don't already know me, my quote-unquote summer break lasted a bit longer than some other people's. My last time in school was a math final that I took last May, so about 15 months ago, after which I took a gap year from college. Um, On my gap year, I worked two jobs, I shopped around for transfer schools, and I did some schoolwork for my incoming major. But, of course, none of this was actual school. And so I spent a lot of my gap year uh, never really being able to escape that underlying anxiety, knowing that there was a point where I'd have to return to school. And I'd been feeling that anxiety in some capacity since elementary school, I think, like a lot of other people have. Um, just when I would encounter that thought of having to dip back into those stressful situations I had put aside for the summer. And so I I think you'll all agree that this is the reason why returning to school could be so challenging. It's a time where you get back in touch with all of the stressful situations you left behind the previous year. So some of these stressors can be your workloads. Maybe it's the pressure of balancing 17 million extracurriculars with homework responsibilities and work responsibilities and family responsibilities. Or maybe it's even coming back to a a tough interpersonal relationship that you've put on pause for a couple months. Uh, The kind of people problems associated with these kinds of challenging relationships, they can range from really big stuff to really small stuff. So maybe some people are getting bullied. Maybe there's a threat of physical violence or a lack of safety hanging over them. Maybe there's a confrontational teacher who's just being a real jerk to them. Or, or maybe there's just really small stuff. Like there's, a, there's an awkward interaction that they have every day. Or they get a little uncomfortable making small talk in the cafeteria. I think that when you have a stretch of a couple months where you don't really have anything to do, your brain can kind of uh, spin out of control a little bit and hype up some of the more minor experiences. Even certain small aspects about the school, like, I don't know, fluorescent lights or something, uh, things that you can't really put your finger on until the thought of getting back into the daily grind can just feel paralyzing. And I think it's okay to admit that we can get caught up in anxiety like that. So I think that that gives us a place to start. Uh, checking the facts on whether school is actually as bad as our brain tells us it is. We can make a list of some of the crappy things about returning to school and then a list of some of the positives. And then we can ask ourselves if the back-to-school transition is actually a negative transition. Because a lot of the time, it isn't. We overlook how positive a fresh start in a new grade or a new school can actually be. Um, But of course, some of the time, it is a negative transition, But we should still consider whether it's negative enough to spend the weeks leading up to it in a state of anxiety over it. Um, And I did this exercise while I was working on this podcast, and I found out that just making this simple pros and cons list could get me really hype about my new school. So I faced a lot of mental health challenges at my previous school, and as I said, I spent months digging around for a transfer school that fit me a little better, and I'm really confident that I've found it.
So after just five minutes or so listing some of the benefits of, of this new school, like having conversations with people who really click with me or getting to choose some really, really interesting classes that are unique to this school, or even just having a dining hall where you can grab food at like 11 at night, or even just being free from uh, some of the chores I had to work on at home or the, the retail job I had to work or just the general stress that I felt while living at home. So uh, my list of cons focused on some of the mental health challenges that I was facing, and it turned out that these were pretty minor, given all the work that I've been doing around anxiety and OCD. So I, I really just came away with the thought experiment feeling a lot better about my transition, and I did a set of affirmations just reminding myself that I was strong enough to make the semester a really good experience. But there were definitely periods in my life where I would have concluded that returning to school would be more negative than positive. These were times where I was getting bullied or when my OCD was really bad and I'd be stepping into the bathroom at school to do compulsions or just just general periods where where my mental health was flaring up negatively. So I would have still reminded myself that I had the power to take advantage of the year's positive aspects amid its negative ones. But I would also do a lot more work on coping skills to manage some of the more negative aspects of school. And that's what I recommend to people who are genuinely going into what they feel is a bad experience. So I would definitely consider finding a trusted adult to problem solve some of the negative aspects with. If you have problems with uh, certain other students, for example, an administrator might be able to keep you in separate classes. If you're having a hard time with schoolwork, a teacher might be able to set you up with tutoring or some kind of extra help, or even give you special accommodations for test taking. And even if you're just feeling overwhelmed by the transition, um, a therapist or one of the free support groups on Turning Point CT's website can really make a big difference for you. But you can always create a plan of your own, too, for managing a tough school year. Personally, I made a plan for managing my anxiety that involved doing breathing exercises for five minutes a day and uh, creating a safety plan for panic attacks, which was isolating myself for a few minutes when they happened, doing a guided body scan meditation, taking some cold sips of water, stuff like that. Um, Obviously, these things are really helpful for managing tough spots when they pop up. But planning them in advance is also a great way to cope with that feeling of being overwhelmed by the school year. Uh, If you're interested in taking steps to help improve your mental health before you face a challenge, I would definitely recommend Turning Point CT's FAQ guide, which you can find on our website. But my number one advice for coping ahead is definitely calling a friend. For me, this was a weekly call with my family on Sunday mornings during my freshman year. Um, I also checked in on some of my other friends from school, you know, friends from my hometown, and it helped a lot with my homesickness, and setting up that bit of structure is always really good when your mental health isn't doing too well. So in in college or just in school in general, it can sometimes feel like you're trying to constantly put on this disguise of being this perfect person, this complete person who isn't bothered by the tough transition you're going to, and that can be pretty exhausting. So just a small 15-minute dose of normalcy can really work wonders if you're in a new situation. I personally can't imagine how much worse things could have gone without that. So let's close off by talking about the return to school in a different light. 
When I've told some of my friends that I'm going back to school in the fall, they said that they're really jealous and that they wish they could be in the position of going to college too. When I asked my girlfriend for advice for our listeners, she said that school goes by before we know it and that we should be thankful for it while we still have it. And so I think it's really important to remember that no matter how stressed out about our return to school we might be, it's almost always a good thing for us. I think that we attach stress to things that are important to us. So if we're feeling apprehensive about school, that means that we're acknowledging that all of this is important. Making lifelong friendships, trying our hands at some of the subjects that make us happy, and just getting more and more of a taste of what growing up is truly like. Maybe that's why everybody misses it. School can be a really innocent time where so much of life's possibility is still at our fingertips. It can be an overwhelming process, but I believe that as we're thinking about coping skills and planning ahead, we should never forget what a blessing it really can be to be young. I think that stress is tied to opportunity, and opportunity is tied to living well. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. Let's wish ourselves a good luck as we head back to school, and here is to the start of what's hopefully another great year. Thanks for listening.